Welcome to the Word and Prayer Daily with Pastor Jared Kirk. Second Peter 1, 5 through 9. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge, and to knowledge self-control, and to self-control perseverance, and to perseverance godliness, and to godliness mutual affection, and to mutual affection love. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. A few years back, I was sitting with a pastor down in South Florida. I'm from there. I'm I'm from outside of Fort Lauderdale. And there's a pastor down there. And as we're sitting around dinner, he told us this incredible story. He was working out at the gym doing bench presses. And he was lifting kind of heavy weight. And he went through one set and he put the barbell back up on the bar. He put it away. He sat up. And when he sat up, he did not remember who he was. You know, he, he had to look down at his phone and it said he, he, he didn't remember who he was married to. He didn't remember what his name was. He didn't remember anything. And so he, he had to call the number on his phone that said wife and she picked up and he didn't recognize her voice. He had amnesia. Now, in case you worry about him too much over the next few months, his memory came back, but he just could not remember who he really was. Now, as Christians, you and I, so often suffer from a case of spiritual amnesia. We forget who we really are. It's like we can't remember that Jesus died for the forgiveness of our sins. We're we're forgetting that we were cleansed from our past sins. We're forgetting that we are children of God, that we're loved by him and blessed by him. And so we're acting like people who are confused, who have no idea who we are, asking everyone else in the world to tell us that because we've forgotten. Verse 9 talks about this in 2 Peter. It says, whoever doesn't have these qualities, and those were those positive qualities of self-control and faith and love and those kinds of things, whoever doesn't have those qualities is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. Now, if you've been a Christian for a while, you think there's no way I can forget that Jesus died for me on the cross. And of course, it's true. We don't forget the fact that Jesus died died on the cross for our sins. But it's also true that that we can live every day in such a way that that we're not calling it to mind. We're acting in ways where we're expressing sin in our lives instead of righteousness in our lives. And it's, it's a mess. And it's like, man, you've just forgotten that you were cleansed from that. You are walking right back into the mess that you walked out of a few years ago. And so instead of that spiritual amnesia, Peter here is encouraging all of us to work at living a righteous and godly life, to remember everything Jesus has done. He, he says in verse 5, he says, make every effort, which means there's some effort, there's some work. You got to put in the work here as a Christian. And it says you're going to add to your faith goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, and love. There's all of these things he says, I want you to work towards. And I think that this is one of those beautiful tensions in the Christian life, because if you look in other places in the scriptures, you find the the fruit of the Spirit is in the book of Galatians, and self-control is listed as a fruit of the Spirit. 
But here we're told to work on adding self-control to our faith. And so there's this tension of, yes, it is something God produces in us over time, but it's also true as Christians that it's good for us to pursue it, to think about it, to say, God, I'm working on this. God, would you help me with this? God, would you produce this in me? God, give me more of this thing. And so that we have that goodness and self-control and things like that in our life. And when we have that, we live effective Christian lives. You know, think about self-control for a second. One of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to return control of me to me. That I have self-control, that I'm no longer just a slave to my passions and desires anymore. Now I live that life, I live life in a way that I want to. And if my heart and my mind have been redeemed by Jesus, that means that I want to live a life pleasing to God. And God helps me to do that. That's a pretty cool thing. And when that happens, you will be fruitful. You will be productive. You will be effective. Because that's what the scripture says here in verse 8. It says the opposite of that is that you'll be ineffective and unproductive. And I don't know about you, man, but when it comes to following Jesus, I want to be effective. I want to be productive. I want people to feel loved and cared for in my life. I want to be diligent where I'm talking about Jesus and witnessing to the truth of who Jesus is in the lives of my my coworkers in the office around me, <laughs> not the other ones from the church. We use a co-working space, right? But it's like my neighbors, I want to be telling them about Jesus. I want to I want to see people coming to Jesus. I want dis- my children to be discipled and brought up. I want to I want to have an effective and productive life for Jesus. And when we are making every effort to remember what Jesus has done for us, And to add these kind of qualities of a godly life into our lives, fruit is the natural result. So let's take a moment and pray together that God would make us effective and productive for the sake of his kingdom. Maybe maybe God's going to bring a few people to your mind today that you say, these are the people that he wants me to invest in today. So let's take a few moments and ask God to make us fruitful. Heavenly Father, help me to remember who I really am because of Jesus. Help me to remember that Jesus died on the cross so that my sins could be forgiven. And I'm forgiven and I'm also cleansed. And so I'm supposed to live a different kind of life now. God, I I do pray that you would make me productive and effective for the sake of your kingdom. 
that my words with every person I speak to today would be life-giving. God, I'm not going to fall into their traps. I'm not going to respond out of anger or trying to snap back at people today. I want to be effective in my speech. God, make me productive as I witness to Jesus and everything he's done in my life. Help me to seize every opportunity to talk about you and how incredible you are and how amazing you are. God, with the children that I encounter in my life today, for some of us, that's our kids. For others, that's others' children. God, help us to be life-giving and point them to the Savior today. And God, may our life look more and more like Jesus, full of mutual affection and love and self-control and godliness and perseverance so that we could be effective as we spread your kingdom and share God, would you work through us today to produce fruit that lasts because it comes from Jesus. We pray in Jesus' powerful name. If this content is helpful to you, please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. To help get the word to even more people, please leave a review and a five-star rating. God bless and have an amazing day.